Welcome back to Brain Body Movement, the podcast for those interested in everything nutrition, training, and mindset. I'm one of your hosts, Brad, and I'll be joined by my co-host, Brock. In today's episode, we laid out 10 major benefits of resistance training, gave you some reasons as to why we chose them, and made the case as to why we think you need to start. All right, enjoy the show. All right, Mr. Mr. Dapper, I don't know about you, but I would like to think that I'm someone that is passionate about health and fitness and all things training. Now, for me, my favorite form of training would be resistance training. Now, I don't know about you, but would that be the case? Look, mate, I'm more on the side of cardio. Like, I enjoy cardio a lot. Nah, nah, definitely resistance training, mate. And I think cardio, today, no, <laughs> no cardio. And I think today we just want to lay out why we think that resistance training is the best form of exercise that you need to be doing in your life. And we're just going to go through 10 main, main points of why we, we enjoy resistance training and to give you, the listener, um, some reasons why if you're not doing it at the moment, maybe give it a try. And the first one is obviously building muscle and strength. It's the, it's the main one. It's the, the big dog. It's something that you can't really do with any other forms of exercise. Maybe a little bit, if you are running, you get a little bit of low, lower body hypertrophy, as they call it. Um, but the main one is like you can actually sculpt the body the way you want it. And when people come into health and fitness and they talk to us about they want to change this, they want to change that, the way that you're going to be able to do it is by building muscle and building strength. And that's what we like to concentrate on. Am you I are right there? <laughs> Yeah, your body can be viewed as a work of art. I believe it was Arnie said that he would view his body like clay and he was just adding mm. bits of clay to different areas to give his body more definition and shape. So there's obviously the aesthetic component there. We like to look good naked. I mean, at least I do. Yeah, yep, I'm <laughs> and, up there. Uh, yeah, so build, building muscle will give you that aesthetic look, that aesthetically pleasing look. And building strength, I mean, strength is something we will lose as we age. So might as well build as much of it now as we can. Plus strength is empowering, particularly for women. So being strong, being able to do a pull-up, being able to deadlift 100 kilos, I mean, that kind of strength is really empowering. I know when I'm at my strongest, I feel like I could run through a brick wall. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so strength, muscle, reason number one. Yeah. Definitely because, yeah, you, you don't want to feel weak. And when clients come in and they start training and they're like, I just feel stronger just doing day-to-day -day things. Like even if it's just like getting a load of washing or um, moving chairs around, just little things around the house that you notice when you start building muscle and building strength carry over to the real world application. And there's nothing worse than like if you fall over and then you break a hip and then it's like game over. <laughs> We don't want that. It's the last thing we want. Yeah, it's the last <laughs> thing we want. Exactly. So a, a common one is we're putting the suitcase up above the mm -hmm. carrier where you're, where you're seated on a plane. So being able to do that, being have, having the strength to do that is, is often one I, I hear. So yeah, you, you, you never know when you could use strength to your advantage. So you might yeah. be hanging from a ledge and need to do a chin up and get over that ledge. No. You never know. You never know what situation you might be in. Life, life has twists and turns and throws a lot of shit at you. So mm. you never Someone know when you need strength. Flog something from you. Yeah, you can just push them off. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so reason number two is it improves your cardiovascular health. Now, we may come across as anti-cardio, anti-hit, but we're not. You should still do some form of cardio, but you can also get some cardiovascular health benefits from resistance training. Now, as far as I know, there's many theories as to why. Um, for me, I would probably put it down to the metabolism boosting effect of building muscle. And that, that could potentially be the reason why. But you are so elevating your heart rate while you're lifting weights. So, But both, both of those reasons would be top two for me. Yeah, especially if you're doing like some supersets, um, any sort of like really explosive work as well, just something that does get that heart rate up a fair amount. Probably not as much as if you're doing cardio, but you can certainly certainly increase it by doing doing supersets or drop sets, um, cluster sets, <laughs> high rep Rest sets. Pause. Yeah, that and that's what's good about um, resistance training is there's so it's it's a broad range of certain things that you can do with it, and anyone can do it. So yeah, it's great for health. Yeah, ab- absolutely. So. Build muscle, improve heart health. I mean, what more can you really want? <laughs> um, I, I did mention the metabolism boosting effect and that could potentially be a reason why um, your cardiovascular health improves. But that metabolism boosting effect is also great for, for weight loss. So when you put more muscle onto your frame, you require more calories at rest. So let's say I'm sleeping at 70 kilos and I burn through 250 calories throughout the night, just random numbers. Let's say I add five kilograms of muscle to my frame. I'm then probably going to be burning likely 350, 400 calories throughout the night, and I'm sleeping. I'm doing absolutely jack shit. So muscle is expensive tissue that requires lots of calories to maintain it. So that boost in metabolic rate can be great for fat loss, which is what lots of people are often trying to achieve. So I would argue that, having more muscle on your frame makes losing weight easier because you, then you can lose weight on more calories. So you can lose weight whilst eating more food. So point number three would be that, that boost in metabolism, that metabolic rate and its advantages for fat loss. Mm, yeah, for sure. You've got like, it really, it's just a no brainer to do resistance training when it comes to stuff like that. Because if you are going out doing say your cardio and that your body wants to be efficient at, utilizing those calories that you're trying to burn like if you think of back in the day in the ancestral thing as well like if they're like running around and burning thousands of calories and with hardly any food you don't you don't want your body to be burning a shitload of calories do you like or else we just die because (laughs) so when we talk about resistance training and building up that metabolism right now it's good because there's a shitload of food around and you might as well have that insurance on your body of like, actually, my metabolism is actually stoking a little bit higher than, than someone that doesn't have as much muscle. Because cardio will just, you'll get better at cardio each time. So say you go into the gym, it's like 300 calories, and then maybe 280 the next time you go, and then 250 for that same amount. And that's why you got to keep doing more and more on top just to get the same amount of uh, calorie burn that if you were just to lift some weights for that hour, actually build some muscle in turn boosted that metabolism up just a little bit we're not talking huge amounts but it's it's enough to see a little bit of an effect 
um, we don't want to blow it out of proportion here, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, there is there is a meaningful effect um, when you do look into the literature. And it and the thing is as well, I just got to note, some people are a little bit different than others. They have shown um, with, because it goes off of body weight as well. So you, you do have to like, we're talking about the average people that increase their um, metabolic rate with muscle mass. There's obviously going to be outliers. So we don't want to say a blatant, blatant do this and it'll increase it, but it's like for the most part, it will. So I thought I'd just throw that in or I'll get people at me, but like, that's not fucking true. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like what you're mentioning, mentioning about cardio and how you always have to do more. So our bodies are adaptation machines and they pretty much just want to stay baseline. So where you're currently at, they don't really want to, they don't really want to change. They just want to stay alive where you're currently at. Sweet or good homeostasis. Now, when you do cardio, the signal that you're sending to your body is I'm going to run long distances and it's advantageous for me to be lighter. Now, we've heard the theory, muscle weighs more than fat. Well, no, muscle and fat weigh exactly the same thing, but they just take up less space on the body. Now, let's say your body goes, oh, I'm running these long distances, I'm doing this cardio, I'm swimming, I'm doing whatever, and it wants to get lighter. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't care. It just wants to get lighter, so then you're running or doing the cardio with less weight. So it, it does not care. Whereas when you're sending the signal of, I'm going to be under these heavy loads, whether it's doing a squat, doing a deadlift, I'm going to be lifting these heavy loads. The signal it sends to your body is, I've got to be able to repeat this again and I've got to be able to deal with this stress that's being sent to my body because it's something that is continually happening in my life and therefore you build muscle to deal with the stress that you're sending your body. So, And it's expensive tissue, requires more calories, more muscle you have. Easier it is to lose weight on more calories. Yep, and that's what we want because we know that we can easily eat more calories just in this day and age. It's, it's, it's not hard to do. <laughs> no, it's definitely not hard to do, especially if you're drinking them. Yeah. yeah, okay. Point number four is done correctly, resistance training can improve your posture and it can also improve your mobility. So I'll let you dive deeper into that one. Okay. Yes. So when you're talking about posture, a lot of say a lot of people are rolled forward, especially working on laptops and all sorts of shit. If you're increasing the back muscles with muscle mass and getting stronger, pulling back those shoulder blades, there you're going to get a better posture as you're coming up. And in regards to mobility, you're putting your muscles under a stretch, and then if the stretch is under load you're going to increase the mobility just by doing that. Like, yes, you can static stretch, but if you're getting into a position and then loading on top, you're getting into that position even, even further, and then you're going to be strong and stable in that range of motion, which is what we want. Because if we're going into ranges of motion that we're not strong with, we can potentially hurt ourselves. So everyone knows the person that's twisted around, picked up the sock from the... Um, the washing machine that's just come out and then absolutely wreck their back for the next three or four weeks. And you're wondering why that's happened is, well, you haven't gotten to that range of motion with strength and stability and you've hurt yourself. So that's why we love doing resistance training for the mobility as well. Um, you can just get into a deep squat and you can sit there for some pauses and stuff, um, different ways of doing it. Um, but that, they're the main ones that, that will increase your mobility. 
for sure. So the say, the saying is, if you don't use it, you lose it, and it it holds so true. So if you want to be reaching up into cupboards till the day you die, overhead, no problem at all, then you should probably practice reaching up overhead. Might as well do it under load and build some muscle while you're at it. Same with a squat. If you want to be getting up out of bed on your own accord and not needing help or getting up off the toilet or let's say you got to pick something up off the floor. I mean, like a kid. That's the, yeah, that's, the, that's, yep. that, that's that mobility aspect. I do want to double back to where you said rolled forward. Just for the people listening, what Brad's referring to is your shoulders are, are slightly forward. So it's that more hunched look. So it's, it's called back. forward shoulder. Yeah, it's called forward shoulder. And if, if you do more rows and strengthen your middle traps, lower traps, rhomboids, so the muscles in the middle of your back, and you increase the range of motion through your, through your pecs, that should alleviate that forward shoulder or rounded look that Brad was referring to. Same thing with the hips. So lots of people will have back pain and it's it's usually just hip related. They're, they're tight in their lower back, tight in their hip flexors, weak core, weak hamstrings and glutes. With strength training, you can strengthen that core, strengthen the hamstrings and glutes, improve the range of motion on hip flexors and back and potentially alleviate back pain or any symptoms of back pain. So it's that's the great thing about resistance training. You can literally quite quite easily alleviate pain from someone just by strengthening areas and stretching other areas or, or lengthening. So strengthening and lengthening certain areas of the body and improving posture. And yeah. I've you seen, look bigger when you, you look bigger when you stand tall with your chest puffed out. Anyway, yeah, you so. definitely do. But I've seen multiple times with multiple clients that they've been in pain. They do resistance training and then the pain's just gone. And they're just like, ever since I've been training, my, my pain is gone. And it's, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Pain's pain's a whole nother topic in itself. Um, but hey, if if it's helping someone else, it might it might help you. So it's just another reason if you've got an area that you you may have pain in, just look at that area and strengthen that area around it, and hopefully that may alleviate some pain. Pain. Yeah, I would. I would if 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 you're worried or if you've got concerns, I would probably speak to someone about it first and 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 get a professional's opinion rather than just listening to a couple of geezers on a podcast. I mean, we are educated, but I would seek someone in person because we, we can't assess no, you in person you. through a screen. So No. So if your knee's shot, just do like 100 kilo squats. I reckon that'll fix it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So point number five is the mental health benefits and the enhancement of your brain health. Now, this is one that doesn't get talked about as much as it should. So the effects that resistance training has on anxiety and depression, it's up there with some of the biggest antidepressant drugs in the world as in terms of helping overcome it. So I'm pretty confident you will have some form of research on this. So away to you, Mr. Dapper. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they've, it's not just resistance training. It's all kind of exercise that will increase um, all your feel-good hormones and stuff like serotonin and dopamine and that. And that's just getting out and exercising. And then especially with brain health, it's like BDN- BDNF is brain-derived neurotropic factor or something. I think it's called. That's the one. You nailed it. it. Yeah. Increases when you exercise. And everyone knows that feeling after you exercise. It's just like, wow, I feel so good. And that's what I want you to keep remembering each time that you're like on the couch sluggish as 
and you're like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. It's like, just remember when you finish that workout, how felt, how good you feel. And I hear it all the time of people like, I just need to work out for my mental health. And it's, it's so true. And you'd be surprised. Like I, you just feel so much better. Like when you, when you're working out and I can attest to it as well. Um, I didn't have any studies to, to back this up. So I, I apologize. I probably, probably should. I might link some in the show notes of this episode. Um, there's, I'm sure there's plenty out there, but I have, I have seen them. I can't think of them off the top of my head at, at the moment. Um, but yeah, next time I'll be prepared for those. Do better. Yeah, it's everyone, <laughs> like everyone knows it's like, I'm going to work out. I feel great afterwards. Like as long as you don't injure yourself and go absolutely ballistic. Um, if you're sedentary and do nothing and then you go out and exercise, you just feel so much better. And then, and then that just rolls throughout the whole of your day. Like if you start in the morning through the whole day or through the whole night and you're just like, yep, this is great. And then that's what gets the ball rolling. And that's what we're trying to um, give you some tips on today is like, this is why we think resistance training is really good for you. And this, this is, this is a really big one because like you're saying, like people are talking about mental health, but it's still a little bit of a stigma. And the best thing you can do personally, I think as well is yeah, exercise. It's free and you can do it with a friend as well. So you can talk with your friends and everything. And if you want to jump around in your living room, sure. If it makes you feel better, it's better than doing nothing. So, um, but we do prefer you to, to do some weight training and resistance training just seeing those numbers going up and up. And like you said, like even just doing a pull-up in itself, that is just such a good feeling. And I've seen many clients get to their first pull-up and they're like, this is the best feeling ever. So mentally, and that sets you in the right mindset of, okay, I'm going to continue on this journey of getting stronger. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I want to dive deeper into a few reasons why it can be effective um, for your mental health. So if you are under a bar doing a squat that is going to pin you to the floor and you get back up, it's like, oh, wow, I'm capable of doing this. Or let's say you're pushing through something hard. It's like, wow, you're proving to yourself I'm capable of doing this. So that's one mental health benefit. You're, you're overcoming something hard and you're, you're proving to yourself. Um, I believe <laughs> I'm here. I am trying to recite studies and I'm, uh. not, the study, <laughs> I'm not the study guy. I believe can comparatively they had uh like two of the leading antidepressant medications on the market and they had people taking them and working with a therapist and then they had people do resistance training and exercise and work with a therapist no antidepressant and they couldn't really distinguish any differences between the two so the power of resistance training and exercise cannot be undermined here in terms of your your mental health and brain cognition <laughs> yep that's that the right, right word yeah yeah that's yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right there for sure see my brain cognition working because i string train <laughs> that's it yeah okay. we're, we're not the dumb jiff lifting bros like has <laughs> been debunked okay point number six so it improves your bone density and bone strength yeah for sure um you got to build muscle you need to build Build your bones as well because that's what's uh, lifting it up. Um, they've shown, especially as you get older, when sarcopenia and osteoporosis, which is just the breakdown of old bones and stuff. And as you're getting older, that's what you want to avoid so then you don't fall over. 
and break a hip and then die of pneumonia or whatever they do. And then strength training is one of the number one things to do for that. And you see charts of um, someone that doesn't doesn't strength strength train compared to someone's bones that does strength train. And it's a lot thicker, a lot stronger, less brittle. And these are really important as you get older. Right now, if you're in your 30s, maybe 40s, you could probably get away with it. But once you reach in that 50, 60 mark, because everyone's going to, depending on genetics as well, people's bones will deteriorate more than others. So you don't even know if yours is going to be deteriorating less. So it's probably a good idea to start resistance training now than later and worry, oh, I'll worry about it later. So I know build up that foundation because when you're older, you probably won't lift as much as well. So the rate at which your bones will get stronger as well as muscles will be a lot slower than if you were younger and you built that base now. So it's like an insurance for later on when you're a bit older to have that base instead of waiting all that time. Yeah, essentially, the Eiffel Tower couldn't be built without a solid foundation. I mean, to, to build a big structure like that or the Kaj Falifa, whatever the one is in Dubai, um, it the world's tallest building couldn't be built without a solid foundation. I mean, look what happened to the Leaning Tower of Pisa. No solid foundation. It's fallen still more there. and more by the day. It's still, it's, still the, it's still there, but it's fallen more and more by the day, <laughs> whereas I can't, I can't see the Eiffel disappearing anytime <laughs> soon. So... <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah. It's it's an it's a night and day difference. Um, when they look at what's it called, cross sections? Is it MRIs when they look at um, cross sectional strings and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, of of bones in those that resistance train and those that don't. Night and day difference. Now, this could be the the difference between you being 60, 70, falling over and breaking a hip and not breaking a hip. I yep. mean, if if you've done resistance training properly, you may be able to catch yourself and not even fall in the first place. So, this is. This is one of the biggest benefits. Don't just drink milk to try and strengthen your bones. <laughs> I believe I believe that one is a somewhat myth. Yeah. It's a calcium in that, vitamin D. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It'll help a little just, bit, but not so much. As yeah, no, weight training. No, it's, it, it pales in comparison to resistance training. Yeah. And Arnold said not to drink milk because that's for babies. You got to drink beer. So... <laughs> did he actually i think so yeah from what i remember uh i've never heard that before yeah i think it was in his um pumping iron that, that's one of the only quotes i haven't heard mm. all right point number seven now i've touched on this before is it improves your ability to handle stress or overcome adversity so when you're pinning yourself under a bench press and if you don't get the weight back up, you will choke yourself and die. That is some form of adversity that you need to overcome so you can continue to live and breathe on this beautiful place we call Earth. So <laughs> point number seven is just that. Your ability to handle stress and overcome adversity increases and then other tasks in your life that may be stressful without having done some resistance training will now be less stressful. Mm-hmm. Especially if you do it in the morning. That's the hardest part of the day. And then the rest of the day is nice and easy. You're at work, mate, stressful by something, mate. So I just deadlifted 200 this morning. I don't need <laughs> to hear this shit from you. Yeah. So it's it's a good one. And even if you do it at night, like you know that you're like, yeah, last night I pumped it out. I'm ready for the day. 
you just feel good, refreshed in the morning as well when you know you've had a good, when you had a good lift. So, and, and you can see it in other areas as well. Like even if you go for like a hike or whatever with your friends and stuff that you're not, you don't normally go to and you're like, oh, usually I'd be like behind. It's like now I'm actually in front because, you know, I built some leg, leg strength up and it's carrying over to other areas of my life. It doesn't even have to be with hikes and stuff. It'd just be like carrying the shopping in and stuff like that. You're like, oh, I can carry all of the shopping in now without a struggle. Whereas when I carried in all the shopping last time, it was a bit of a struggle. <laughs> you got to do one so, trip, mate. Do one so trip. another point is the, the the pain threshold there. So there is that. There's that saying, "No pain, no gain," which is a shit saying, by the way. Mm. Um, but you teach your body what really is painful and what what isn't. So by doing some form of resistance training you're likely going to be pushing somewhat close to where you fail within that two to three reps shy of failure rep range and you're teaching your body what true pain really is and it will likely increase your pain threshold so it's it's quite funny when i shouldn't say funny but it's quite interesting when a new client comes in and you'll get them on what's an exercise that really burns like a leg extension or a lateral raise, um, a tricep push down, something where that they're an exercise that really burns and you get them on it and they'll be at like rep nine, 10 and you're shooting for 12 and then all of a sudden, bang, the weight's up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they, it's like they've been shot, but that's just, they're not acclimatized to what pain truly is. So it will give you a greater sense of your pain threshold and pain point and what actually is pain, but... Like you said, pain is a... Oh, it's crazy. It's just a <laughs> mental game. I've hit my foot on the bed so many times and I'm just like, oh, that's all right. It doesn't hurt anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just pain, mate. I, it's just pain. I, I still bet every time you do it, you go, oh, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> uh, okay. Did that hurt? Uh, yeah, yeah, that hurt. That's it. <laughs> Uh, point number eight, uh, it can boost your self-esteem and self-confidence. Oh, now, yeah. for me, this is one of the greatest changes I see in working with people. Seeing someone have more self-confidence in not only their body and their physical appearance, but their abilities of what they can do with their body, i.e. perform a squat better, um, perform a lunge better, deadlift more weight. The the growth in self-confidence from being training in the upstairs section of the gym and coming downstairs or training in full-length leggings and a baggy T-shirt and then just walking, uh, rocking a sports bra and, and shorts or a guy that would always be in a, a T-shirt and sweats and he comes in and he's in a stringer. Like that, that for me is far superior than any form of physical transformation or change you can experience in someone. That that self-confidence aspect and the the confidence in your abilities and what you can do with your body succeeds everything for me. I don't, I don't know about you, but... Mm-hmm. No, you're totally right. Yeah, and you can just see a change. And then even when they're talking to you, they're just like, when I'm going out, I'm just so much more confident. People are complimenting me of like just how much more confidence I have just from going to the gym and putting in the hard work and knowing that I am in control of my trajectory in life and my confidence comes from 
my self-worth and boosting that self self-esteem through resistance training has just been mind-boggling just to just to see the transformations of like you said of just being in the gym just walking around with that confidence of like yeah there when you're first starting out you want you want a good set of people around you to build you up as well because people they can be quite insecure and they have to go out way out the back or go into the women's section or just just stick to their own but once they start to go go more and know that everyone's in there working on themselves helping you out no one's really looking at you and if if people are then go fuck themselves because that's that's not the kind of gym culture that we want to see in this world we want to try and bring positivity and have each set. other up exactly that's what we want to do and yeah it really annoys me when i see that kind of stuff so knowing that weight training can be that unlock for someone is just really empowering to to know so i i couldn't stress it enough definitely I know I've had confidence all my life and whether that's because of weight training maybe or, um, you know, some some training and drama when I was younger. Could be that as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I know from working with clients and obviously yourself, you know that it's, it's just a nine-day difference, especially when you're younger as well. That confidence of just like being down low and then once you start hitting some numbers and really getting that consistency of the gym, you're just like, it's just a it's just a nine day switch. Yeah, it's 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 energy. It it truly is, and and you can pick this up from someone when speaking with them. You'll pick up on their energy and how they carry themselves, and it's a it's a, a thing that we as humans pick up on with one another straight away. So that that energy shift and that how you carry yourself it, it really comes across. And like you said, people will go out and be like, oh, I'm more confident talking to people. I'm more confident doing this. But it carries over to all aspects of life. And for that reason, I think this is probably the number one benefit of resistance training is that growth in self-confidence and your ability and what you can do because it really does carry over to every every single aspect of your life. Okay, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I'm glad, glad, glad I got you agreeing with me. <laughs> okay, and... Point number nine is it can help fight the negative effects of aging, help you live longer and decrease your risk of falls, which we've talked about earlier with bone density and just going through strength training and going through, say, a lunge movement pattern. And you can catch yourself from falling by doing that lunge. Now, some of the benefits of fighting aging is testosterone. So in men in particular, Testosterone levels will decline, but a way to uh, fight that testosterone decline is to do some form of resistance training and have muscle mass on your body. So the more muscle mass, the more likely you are to carry or have high testosterone levels. And that's not saying you will, it's just giving you more of a chance. So that would be my aspect in terms of fighting aging. Live longer is, I mean, you're just more capable to live your life to the fullest as you get older. So you don't want to be restricted in things that you can and can't do because you're aging. So resistance training will be able to keep you doing the things that you love for longer. So it will improve your quality of life and help you live longer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The quality of your life is going to improve if you're resistance training. You don't want to be on a couch that you have to press a button to actually (laughs) get off the couch. Like that's what we're trying to avoid. And resistance training is going to get you not go, get you to that point. It's going to be able to, all right, I can actually get off of a couch by myself. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. Yeah, so, 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 
yeah so so think of life life as a whole if you want to do things like run around with your children grandchildren even more so yeah run around with your grandchildren and you still want to be able to enjoy having this family that you are the the, the centerpiece of and, and it's your family your children your grandchildren your great-grandchildren whoever knows if you want to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor and see your whole life laid out in front of you and have quality within that then resistance training is going to be the number one for you because I don't know too many people that are running at the age of 90, but I know people that can sit down and stand up and do some form of resistance training at the age of 90. So the, the longer you can do this, the, the better your quality of life will be as you age, as well as it fighting the effects of aging, whether it be men increasing testosterone levels or that improvement in bone density or by training movement patterns that may potentially, strengthening muscles that may potentially prevent you from falling. Yeah, for sure. Just, just think about it as, you, as you're going to get older and you've got grandkids and you want to be able to pick them up. That's the last thing on your mind that you want to be like, sorry, I can't pick you up because I'm too brittle. <laughs> but we don't want that. So that's what we're trying to put forward right now so that that doesn't happen as you get older. And it may sound inconsequential now as a 20-year-old listener. but 31, me. <laughs> age. Age cats up to everyone. Like time, time don't stop for nobody. So it's it's worth doing some forward thinking and thinking about and putting another brick in that foundation. That's it. Okay. And point number 10. It is completely customizable to any fitness level, any human on earth. Whether you are a 80-year-old male, whether you are a 15-year-old female, whether you are a 40 year old avatar like whatever it may be resistance training is completely customizable to any fitness level to any goal to to whatever it may be you can write a program that is fully tailored specifically to you yeah and it doesn't have to be six days a week it can be like twice a week and it doesn't have to be in the gym it resistance just means some sort of load on your body so it could be body weight stuff it could be bands it could be random shit around the house if you don't have equipment like get some bands though like they're a good investment <laughs> and no matter where you're from what you are age you are what sex you are whatever what gender you go by you know if you're a house or whatever just anything can happen like you can do absolutely anything with resistance training there's so many different exercises out there and it's so customizable and you can find what you enjoy and like, yeah, if I don't like that exercise, that's fine. Just work with the patterns that we talk about. We can just swap it out for something else. It's, that's what's great about exercise like with resistance training is it's so customizable compared to like, I'm just going to go for a run. Like, okay, I'll see you later. That's about it. It's like, it's, to, for, to me, that's like boring. As, whereas you can go in to the gym and just do all sorts of exercises if you're just feeling like, no, nah, I just want to do something different today. And that's what's great about it. Now, just to clarify, we're not saying that you shouldn't go for a run or that we don't like running. It's, it's just that our preferred method of exercise is resistance training, and it's for the 10 reasons that we just listed. So for me to go through them again for you, the 10 reasons are, number one is it builds muscle and strength. Number two, it improves cardiovascular health. Number three, it boosts metabolism and your metabolic rate. Number four is it improves posture and mobility. 
Number five is the mental health benefits and the enhancements of your brain health. Number six is it improves bone density. Number seven, it improves the ability to handle stress and overcome adversity. Number eight is it can boost your self-esteem and self-confidence. And we both seem to agree that this is probably one of the number one reasons why. Number nine is it fights aging. It can improve your quality of life as you age and decrease the risk of falls. And number 10 is it is completely customizable to any fitness level, any human, or as Brad said, house on earth. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great rundown, man. They are the, the 10 points, 10 reasons there why we think resistance training is the ultimate form of exercise for everyone and everyone. Now, if you love cardio or you've got a sport that you play that involves some form of running, by all means, go ahead and do that. We're not saying don't do cardio. You most definitely should do cardio for its uh, mental health benefits, for its cardiovascular benefits. But for us, we just prefer resistance training. Is there anything else you want to uh, throw in on the end, Mr. Dapper? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just know that anyone can do it. Um, it doesn't have to take much of your time. They've, they have shown in the research that between 30 to 60 minutes a week is where you get the biggest benefit. So if even if that's all you have for the week to do, go ahead and do that. Like it, it doesn't take too much of a time commitment. Um, get it, get some bands or just some body weight start to start off with is will, will get you exponentially a lot further than if you weren't doing it. Now, I, I can also understand and sympathize with the fact that a lot of exercises can be quite technical and can be quite daunting. Whereas running, you just put on a pair of shoes and go for a run, right? But running is also quite technical. Now I'm slandering running here, but let's say anything, anything has some form of technique involved, whether it's jogging, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) whether it's riding a bike, whether it's swimming, whether it like whatever it is, there's some form of technique involved. If you are one of these people that maybe have some doubts about your form and technique, I would highly recommend you hire a personal trainer. Now, good ones can be hard to find, but it's it's a, of extreme benefit to you. If not, jump in like a, a forum of some sort, take a video of your squatting and post it in there and be like, hey, I'm looking for some genuine feedback on how, what my squat looks like or hey, I'm looking for some genuine feedback on what my bench press looks like. You'd, you'd be surprised. Most people in the gym want to help each other and it's, it's all a, a growth mindset of let's, all get better together. So if if you're really struggling with, and the reason you choose uh, a cardio or something else is because of risk of injury, because you've got a bit of fear around technique, then hire someone or jump in a, a Facebook group of some sort, post a video and join, join a community aspect feel where everyone just wants to help each other. Maybe we need to make a brain body movement forum. Yeah, so- yeah. Can, can- can yeah. can 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 the listeners right now let us know if that's something yeah. you'd be interested in a brain body movement forum where you can post videos of your technique and we can give you honest assessment and feedback and yeah. encouragement and there'll be other like-minded people in the group that will be going oh well done squat looks like it's improving or mm-hmm. well done that was a great looking deadlift or whatever it may be um, yeah if if that's something you'd like let us know whether it be in the comments or on our own personal Instagram accounts, we'd we'd be more than happy to do that if there's enough yeah. interest. Yeah, if there's enough interest, we'll, we'll get it rolling. 
and then we can help our listeners out there. That's what we're all about, helping people. Yep. That's it. Alrighty. So uh, that's a wrap for today's episode. We just want to thank you so much for listening to us. If you enjoyed or took any value at all from this episode, we would really appreciate if you took a screenshot and shared to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us at brain.body.movement, at Brad Dapper, and at Brock underscore Dalgleish. We would also love if you shared it with family and friends and left us a five-star review. Now, if you're missing the episodes, don't forget to hit the little notification bell for when the episodes come out. Before we go, if we can leave you with a few things, make your damn bed, get your steps in, and be kind to one another. Cheers.